Lauren. Perfect timing. Any time I spend with you is perfect. My brilliant, ravishing wife. Well, thank you, my incredibly handsome husband, for the compliment. One that's so especially well-deserved. It's not every day you win the Lifetime Achievement Award for leadership <laughs> in fashion. Oh, hey. Such an honor. And one that is made more momentous because I get to spend it with the people that I love the most. Mm. <laughs> oh, wow. she is the woman of the hour. I'm so glad you guys are We're gonna miss it for the world. Oh, Chloe right. <laughs> oh, oh, asked me to pass along her congratulations. She, of course, wanted to be here, but she's traveling for business. Aww. You know how much she loves parties, fashion. <laughs> you, not necessarily in that order. <laughs> well, I hope not that. Wait! Oh. Wait! Do not get started without me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We are delighted that you were able to join us. And is Scott coming? Oh, unfortunately not. He's on a reporting assignment in the Middle East. Oh. Um, what about Finn? Uh-huh. There's your answer. Hi, Mom. Way to win the award. I'm so oh, proud of you. Oh, sweetie. Thank you. You're great, thank by the way. Oh, you too. Dad, you too. <laughs> yeah, of course. I do. Mm. Good to see you. And Grandma Glow, my handsome grandson. <laughs> so good to see you as always, Ben. Glad to be here. Uh, everyone, this is my boyfriend, Trey. Trey, this is my Uncle Kevin, Aunt Chloe, Grandma Gloria, last but not least, my dad, Michael Baldwin, and my mom, Lauren Fedmore. It's, it's fantastic to meet you in person at last. Same here. It's uh, lovely to meet all of you. Well, I, I think I speak for all of us when I, I, I say that uh, we are thrilled to have this opportunity to get to know you. Well, uh, well, we'll have plenty of time for that. But right now, I think that Trey is dying to talk to mom. Ooh. Congratulations <laughs> on your big award. I, I can't believe I'm here this evening, let alone <laughs> sitting at your table. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure. <laughs> so Trey is uh, a buyer for Fenmore's in Nashville. But oh. what you didn't know is you're an icon to me, Miss Fenmore. Oh. Truly, this is such a privilege, I, I can't even tell you. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, I've been telling him all about you, talked about you a lot, but I thought he'd want to hear your life story from you directly. Yeah, no, only if you're up for it. I know this is your big night, so I don't want to put you on the spot. Oh. But um, I do want to know all about the woman who raised the man I love. Oh. Oh, that's so sweet. All right, well, uh, where do I start? <laughs> I guess uh, from the beginning. And, and by that, I mean whenever your life first started getting interesting. Oh, well, if we're going to go that far back, we all better settle in and get some cocktails because this is going to be one heck of a ride. <laughs> <laughs>
So, without a doubt, I was daddy's girl. My parents, they divorced when I was very young, and my mother decided she didn't want to be a mother. So, my father, Neil, he raised me, and I adored him. My mother, Joanna, uh, not so much. All I ever wanted was for you to be proud of me, but you never were. And I know why. Because you were trapped in a marriage and a family that you wanted no part of. That same family turned around and wanted no part of me. But what did you expect us to do? Obviously, I expected too much. Oh, Lauren. If only I'd known. Carrying this around all these years. And if you have, would it have made a difference? Being raised by a selfish ice queen mother and an indulgent father who worked more hours than he should have could have contributed to the fact that I was such a handful as a teenager. But I had passion. And back then, it was music. And I was so excited to be able to sing with Danny Romolotti. <laughs> I've actually seen videos of the concert. I mean, what a what a trip. You were you were seriously good. Hey, <laughs> so your sweet. mother is a woman of many talents. Well, it was an extraordinary time in my life. And it didn't hurt that Danny was like the kindest, cutest guy I'd ever seen. <laughs> I guess I don't need to ask you what you feel about my singing with you. No, there's there's no need to ask. It's it's all settled. No dice, huh? Did I say that? You mean Yes, I want you to do a song with me at my next concert. <laughs> you mean you really mean that? Under what condition? Well, anything. That you wear more than your engagement ring on stage with me. <laughs> you got it, you got it. Oh. Thank you. Oh. Danny was much nicer than I was back then. And when I found out that there was a rival for his affection, woo, the mean girl in me came roaring out. Came out pretty good, didn't it? A friend of mine took that at Danny's big rehearsal, remember? Yes, I remember. And naturally, Danny wanted a copy, so I got him one, too. He told you he wanted a copy? He didn't have to. I'm getting to know Danny real well. Yeah, I'll bet. See you around, Trace. Don't count on it, Lauren. It was definitely not my best self back then. Hey, you were young. You grew out of it. Not as fast as I should have, honestly. I mean, I had everything a girl could ever want, and yet I was such a wild child. Ironically, Getting in trouble is how I met my first husband. All right, just a minute, sweetheart. What? Uh, I think you better come with me. No, but... Come on. Paul is our chief of police now, but back then he was a private detective. 
We shouldn't have made sense. We did. I thought you were busy working on a case. Um, I changed my plans. Why? So I could be with you, of course. Hmm. Well, then I'm not going to complain. You know, even uh, 007 has to take a break every once in a while. 007? Well, in my opinion, you're perfect 10. Sounds like a terrific guy. He is. And his parents were salt of the earth. His father, Carl, was a retired police detective, and his mother, Mary, <laughs> a devout Catholic, very protective of her family. So you can imagine how I went over. <laughs> Listen, there is nothing wrong with, with not wanting to have children, nor is there anything wrong with wanting to stay single. But you have to be upfront about it. You know this is none of your business. And that's what I question about you. It's not your values or your goals or what makes you happy. It's the way you, you misrepresent yourself. Now, Paul thinks that you're going to marry him. He thinks you, he expects you to marry him and give him children. Now, has he said this? Has he said these words to you, Mrs. Williams? Because let me tell you something. Paul and I have a great relationship. We have been through an awful lot and we have survived it all. And so if anybody is going to know what's best for Paul, it's going to be me. Now, I have some things to do. Goodbye, Mrs. Williams. Well, I've always approved of you. I doubt this Mary and I would have gotten along very well. Oh, truer words were never spoken. <laughs> you know something? I've always been curious. I've never asked. But why did it end with you and Paul? You know, um... A few reasons. First and foremost was this guy named Sean Garrett. When I met him, he was, you know, very kind. He said he had been to all my concerts and he wanted to start an official fan club for me. And then he became obsessed with me. He tried to ruin Danny's career. And then he said that he would kill Paul if I didn't divorce him. So, I did. I did to protect Paul. I tried to pretend to have feelings for Sean. But when he found out how I really felt, to say that he lost it would be an understatement. shudder to think of what would have happened to me without him. And it was after that very uncertain, complicated time after I suffered such a big loss that I decided it was time. It was time to grow up.
was only in my 20s when my dad died. It was such a shock. I wasn't prepared to lose him so soon. And I certainly wasn't prepared to take on his life's work. And a wistful sadness came over his face as he said, my one and only regret is that my daughter Lauren never joined me in the business. She's a bright, talented young woman. And she'd be a terrific asset to Fenmore's. Honor your father's last request. Why don't you take over the business? I was determined to make my dad proud. Did you have? You took his legacy and made it even more successful than it was. Thank you for that. You know, uh, one side took the reins and uh, started running things. I actually grew into the role pretty quickly. <laughs> you know, at uh, that brazen self-confidence I had as a child <laughs> that actually started to pay off. And that's when I met my second husband. Scott Granger. He was this amazing doctor. He was kind, handsome. Don't worry, not like you, <laughs> not like the love of my life, completely different. <laughs> I never dreamed I could be this happy. Oh, if you only knew what you've done for me, what you've brought to my life, peace and security that I feel. Mrs. Granger, will you do me the honor of having this dance? I'd love to dance with you, Dr. Granger. So, Dr. Granger was Scott's dad, but he died when my brother was really little. Uh, we just, you know, we got married too soon, and we had a lot of problems. Uh, the main one was this nurse that he was working with who decided that she was the only woman for him. I was wondering when you were going to bring her up. Yep. You know, I thought I could handle anyone or anything, no matter how crazy. And then I met Sheila. Little did I know that I was looking in the face of pure evil. You keep this up and you'll lose big. Are you threatening me? You're damn right I'm threatening you. You don't know the meaning of trouble. You mess with me, and you're gonna find out, so why don't you just stay away from my husband? Because I'm really... a very powerful woman, and I wouldn't forget that if I were you. Now, this will be your only warning. You keep your claws away from my husband, or you're gonna have to answer to me. And believe me, you don't wanna do that. And Sheila didn't stay away from Scott. Sheila is pregnant. Yes. And it's your baby, is that what you're telling me? Yes. She's, she said, she told you it's yours, right? Lauren, I know it's my child. She's not involved with anyone else. So all this time, there was an involvement and you denied it. Honey, it's not the way you're making it. Well, so how is it? 
Obviously, there was an involvement. You fathered her baby. Lauren, I know this hurts. Oh, thank you for being so understanding. Lauren, I am telling you this because I want to save the marriage. And I don't think we can do that unless we're totally honest with each other. No, I told you about her. Lauren, But you wouldn't listen to me. You said no. She is just a good friend. Was that before you slept with her or after? Turns out that um, I was pregnant, too. I hid it from Scott. Um, it was a baby boy. Dylan. I loved him so much, and um, he didn't survive. And I struggled to put the pieces of my life back together. And Sheila was uh, so vicious and cruel. I know you don't want to believe this, and I don't want to disappoint you, but I did forget. Your dead baby isn't always uppermost in my mind. How can you be such a vile, hateful person? How can you be so vicious? How? How? <laughs> Even then, I didn't grasp how profoundly Sheila hated me and how far she would go to hold on to Scott. So much more than I ever could have imagined. Your mother just said that you switched babies at the hospital after my son was born. Sad, isn't it? I told you she was delusional, Lauren. Can you imagine her saying such a thing? You telling me that this is just some delusion? Some bizarre hallucination? Poor, poor mama. All this incessant chatter and yet nothing Liar. you have to say makes any Liar. sense at all. Liar! That made sense, Sheila. Are you going to believe her, Lauren? You're going to believe the words of a deranged, hallucinating old woman? She tells you this incredible story, and you're going to accept it. If what you're saying is true, then my baby, my... My son is still alive. Is it true? Is it true? Answer me, is it? All right, Lauren. Yes. Everything my mother told you is absolutely true. Sheila! Lala! Would you just Molly and I escaped, and I thought Sheila perished in the fire. I thought I was finally rid of her. But that just began decades of torment. She showed up again and again, and she tried to destroy me. And you know, even now, when I've been assured that she's dead, I don't really believe it. But if that bitch decides
decides to resurrect. And she comes near me or anyone that I love, she will wish she had stayed dead. I learned a lot living in LA. I met a lot of incredible people, but ultimately I made my way home. And thank goodness I did, because otherwise I wouldn't have met this remarkable man. Mm. Mm -hmm. Some things were meant to be. That's mm. true. You do seem destined to be together. But there was another step in there. <laughs> huh. I'm the reason the two of them got to know each other. Oh, did you set them up? No, there's nothing as sweet or simple as that. Nothing ever is in our family. <laughs> when I met Lauren, I was a total goner, completely smitten from day one. Who wouldn't be? And I thought you were a lovely young man who just seemed a little lost. I got it in my head that Lauren was falling for me as hard as I was falling for her. And when I realized I was mistaken, I didn't handle it very well. The day we met at the boutique, he told me how rare it was to find somebody in this world that was actually kind. And then you said that the older people got, the less likely they were to judge somebody, you know, before they really got to know them. Yes, I did. So is any of that true? Or is it just a bunch of empty words? No. That was sincere. It's the truth. Because you didn't know who I was then. And then I told you my name. And you probably heard all the stories, you know, and you just assumed they were true. And you never even gave me a chance. I want to give you a chance now. Come on, let's work through no, this. No, 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 there's no way that's going to happen. Not after you made a total fool out of me. No, Just... no, no, okay? That's enough. No more games. It's gonna end here. Now. Tonight. Fortunately, Lauren is one of the most forgiving people I've ever known. She cared about me even though I was a total train wreck. And Lauren and I were talking a lot then, mostly concerning Kevin, but... Uh... Pretty soon we realized that we couldn't seem to get enough of each other. <laughs> and I was the goner. Oh, me too. I fell madly in love. <laughs> and pretty soon I realized that I would be an absolute fool if I didn't ask this amazing woman to marry me. And so I offered up my heart on a platter or on a casino table. <laughs> but you got the idea. It has been my experience that people have a way of thinking themselves out of the best thing that's ever happened to them. And you think you're the best thing that's ever happened to me? Oh, I know I am. And you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. No risk, no reward. If you insist on having an answer out of me right this minute, 
afraid the answer has to be yes. <laughs> and I was on my way to becoming an official member of the Baldwin Fisher clan. <laughs> and everything that comes with it, starting with the wedding. I offered to plan the wedding. <laughs> and of course, I knew how skeptical they were. But it could not have been a more elegant ceremony. Mm. You did a magnificent job. Thank you. <laughs> my entire life. Grew brighter that day, like the Grinch's heart growing three sizes. I didn't think there was room for any more love in this body of mine. Then Fenmore came along. What a miracle you are. One of my greatest joys. Our family was growing. Oh, in ways that we can predict, especially the Fenmore side. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> I usually am prepared for anything, but uh, I did not see that coming at all. <laughs> no. So you know that Jill Abbott is my aunt, right? Yeah. Well, she wasn't always. Or, well, I mean, she was, but my mom didn't always know they were sisters. Right. I mean, it came as a total shock. Jill's adoptive mother told her that Neil Fenmore was her biological father. Of course, when she told me, I did not believe it. Your half-sister? How is that even possible? Trust me, I am as shocked as you are. Where'd you hear this? Liz told Snapper when she was dying she didn't want the secret to die with her. So tell me what she said. Okay, she said that she has always known who abandoned me at the hospital. It was this young girl, a teenager, very poor. What was her name? I don't know her name. I do know that her boyfriend was willing to marry her, but the boy's father, his whole family objected very strongly. They were well-to-do, they were influential, they wanted their son to go to college and become successful. They didn't want him to disgrace the family with an illegitimate child. And his father put a lot of pressure on him until he was willing to walk away from my mother and me. So this boy, your father, was Neil Fenmore, your father. But the DNA test proved it was true. I was not so gracious. The last thing I wanted to do was welcome Jill into my family. But they managed to work things out. Eventually. Yes, we still drive each other up the wall, but we get along pretty well, you know, most of the time. Are you really trying to justify having sex with a stranger in my office? Oh, he wasn't a stranger, okay? And I don't know why you're making such a big deal out of this. You know what? We were trying to have a very romantic anniversary dinner, <laughs> which you ruined. Maybe if you didn't have this place secured like the damn <laughs> Pentagon, I wouldn't have accidentally set off the silent alarm. What are you laughing at? <laughs> you? Are you trying to blame me? <laughs> what? Oh my god. Oh my god. We were the ones. <laughs>
never a dull moment in this family. <laughs> we wouldn't have it any other way. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm so glad you came. Oh, I wouldn't miss this for the world, fashion expert extraordinaire. Oh. <laughs> We're just having some champagne before we go into the ballroom. Join us. Oh, great. I'd love that. Hey, Finn. Phyllis. Hey. Uh, hi. I'd like to introduce you to my boyfriend, uh, Trey. Very nice to meet you. You too. <laughs> so, if they ever write a book about Michael and me, this woman deserves a chapter. Oh, my goodness. A very long, <laughs> twisted chapter. Oh. Mm. No. No, definitely not. <laughs> I like to think of us as a dynamic trio. You know what I mean? We have a very special bond, Lauren. If you would have asked me months ago I would how I would feel about being pregnant, um, I would have said it was the worst thing in the world, but, but I, I have to be honest with you, when I was at Dr. Thompson's today, I mean, I just realized how excited I am about this baby. Well, Ben, that's all that matters, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, who do you want the father to be? Um, how about Michael? Oh, well. Is he available? <laughs> no. no. Take him. Okay, <laughs> too bad. Um, He's going to be such a great father. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So, hey, why did you see Dr. Thompson tonight? Oh, okay. I, I, um, I was spotting and, and, um, oh. yeah, but she wants me to do an amnio just, you know, to be sure. You know, I, I had one today. I, do you want me to go with you? You know, it's easy to have friends during the good times, but it's the one who really shows up when things aren't so good. That really counts. That is so true. And not just with friends. Well, you two, watch and learn. These two, their relationship goals, you have an incredible bond. I mean, they haven't been uh, without conflict, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's how they've navigated through it, you know? And they have a great relationship because they rely on each other. When one of them falls down, the other one leans down and picks them up. Please, just end this. No, I won't do it. Don't make me say things that will hurt you. You don't think this hurts? Oh, I know it does. And I want the pain to end. For both of us. The only way that's gonna happen is if you accept the fact that I don't wanna be with you. I don't love you anymore. I will not accept that. What we have is real. And I will never give up on us. My wife is the bravest, fiercest human being that I have ever met. And we're all the stronger for it.
Oh, so thank you guys so much for fighting. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Congrats again. Kevin, call me. We'll talk about this one. Bye. Thank you, Phyllis. Bye, handsome son. Bye, Mumsy. <laughs> Bye. And I think we're actually going to check out Nose Club. All right. Oh. Expect to see you far more I often. Know. Right? I love you. I love you. I miss you so much. Oh. So nice to meet you. I love you, love you too. All right. Bye, you guys. <laughs> right. Pleasure, Trey. Bye, you guys. Bye. I'm so grateful. <laughs> ben is back on track and he's, he's found love. <laughs> I don't mean to be self-congratulatory, but I think Phyllis got it right when she talked about us setting a good example for others. I mean, Lord knows we have faced obstacles that would pulverize other couples. Were the vows that I took, and they weren't just words. I meant every single I mean, you know one what? of them. Neither of us expected this. But that doesn't mean that I walk out on you. I love you. Cancer does not change. No, that. no, no. Cancer changes everything. It doesn't have to. It will. You shut me down. You drove me away, and you drove me to find peace and comfort and support elsewhere. In another man's arms. We made it this far because when we pledged to love each other forever, we meant it. Do you remember what you were doing one year ago today? Mm, let's see, one year ago today. Ooh, my nails? These poor things. Okay, fine. If that's how you're gonna play it, you're not getting your anniversary gift. Oh, gift? Yeah. No. Too, late. too late. Too late. I am so taken it back to the store. No, you are not. Yes, if I, I am. I can find it first. No, no, stop. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. No, I'm not trying to find it. All right, right, right. There. Go ahead, cheers. You gotta give it to me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Hey, Cole. Look. I'm gonna pick yours up later, okay? No. Look, you have given me the most precious gift in the world. And it's a sleigh. and more Baldwin. I promise to love, honor, and cherish you until the day I die.
Join us again for The Young and the Restless 